This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I want to start us off a little differently today, Jess. Utah. People working together, Utah. What a great place to be. You can go anywhere, but there's none that compare. This is the place. (laughs) By the way, welcome back to Give Them All a Podcast. I'm fresh out of Salt Lake City, Utah, and I had to bust into song because I will say... Utah, this is the place. I fucking agree. Wait, what is that? Is that the state song or something? What's that from? It's a song that all the elementary schools would perform. Okay. Like in a school, we would sing a bunch of songs about just like Utah heritage. Yeah. (laughs) How the state came to be. But we performed that one first. Mm -hmm. And then there were a bunch of other songs. And then we would end on that song. And I'm telling you. It was the jam for me. Like, I was like, this is the goat. This song hits different. Getting down to the state song or whatever it is. That's hilarious. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. Um, Amazing. So I I went to Utah on Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. We got back. Well, today, this will air on Wednesday, but we got back last night, Monday Mm -hmm. night. And there's something that Utah does to my soul. Mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate Utah until I left. Then I was like, wow, I really just like was raised in a great place. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't yeah. raised Mormon. There's a lot of Mormons out there, which, by the way, if you guys haven't started watching Under the Banner of Heaven, you are fucking up. I haven't watched it yet, but Kyle has been watching it Jess, and loves I've, it. I've asked you to watch I it. I know I need to watch it. I, mean, I was catching up on Ozark last night. Is it? That's a great one. Is it dark? Am I going to be sad after watching it? You're going to be sad in the first episode. It's okay. it's a it's gut wrenching, like so sad. But you're more. It's more sh- of like a shock. Okay, that's I like they, that. And they deep dive into how the Mormon Church was created. And you know, I'm not going to say a lot about it, but I will say, scary. <laughs> <laughs> Very scary. <laughs> That's next on my list. So scary. Oh no! See, yes. I might have not. Na- I might have to watch it in the morning on the weekends because I might have nightmares. It does mess with you mm-hmm. when I watch it late at night. Like there was one night, um, like a couple weeks ago, I had watched the first episode. I woke up in the middle of the night. I had this burning sensation in me. I was, I ripped my eye mask off. I felt like the devil was in the room. And I kid you not, and I'm not religious, I'm more spiritual, but I believe in God. That's my higher power. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
God, you need to like fight off whatever energy is in this room right now because it's scary. That freaks me out. That's giving me anxiety. Okay, you guys. So just a a precursor. Lala told me, she said, oh, do I have some things to talk about, some topics to talk about with you today. But she didn't tell me any of them. So we're finding them all out together. All right. First, let me tell you this. And I pray Cheryl, my sister-in-law, or Brandon, my brother, if you're listening to this podcast and the kids are in the car, or at least London, you need to stop it right now. <laughs> stop the podcast. Turn it off. So this is any warning for any kids or just <laughs> anybody's kids who who still has beliefs in certain things when Christmas time comes around. Stop the podcast. Okay. So <laughs> we're, we're sitting at brunch mm-hmm. with my brother, sister-in-law, and his kids. And we're talking about aliens. And my nephew, who's like 13, he like doesn't believe in them. And I was shook. I was like, you're telling me (laughs) that we're the only living things. Like, I was just like shook. And I was like, I believe in aliens. And my niece says, I do too. And I sit back and I was like, but I I also believe that Santa Claus is still real. And she goes, well, so do I. Are you saying that he's not? Oh, no. And my mind, every when I said that, the whole table, every adult. Just <laughs> stop dead stare at me like how the fuck are you gonna reel this one in oh no so my mind you should i was like compute compute yeah. i wish like, i could I all the triggers in the world <laughs> trying to put pieces together <laughs> and i did in a matter of seconds i was like no he he's real but what people think is that santa's the one that watches us year round and i don't believe that i believe he stays in the north pole and makes toys and i believe the elves are the ones that are watching us year round oh my god That just like, it gave me anxiety when you told me. So wait, did she believe that? Did she buy it? Yeah, she was like, no, I know that because our elf watches, watches us. (laughs) Picky. How old is she? She's nine. Oh, yeah. Give her a few more years. My Mormon grandma's the one that broke it to me that Santa wasn't real. (laughs) Wait. Because I walked up because kids at school, I was in the third grade and I was like, Grandma, is Santa Claus real? Yeah. She goes, I'm going to be honest with you, Lauren. No, he's not real. <laughs> My dad was pissed. He was? Yes, I remember walking outside of her like cute little Mormon looking home. And it was like a winter evening where the sky gets like a really pretty like nave, like light navy, if that makes yeah. sense. Yes. And snow everywhere. And I was just so defeated. Sad. Yes. See, that's the difference between us as kids because my parents told me, I asked them, I said, is Santa real? I was probably like 11, wait, a little too old. Said, is Santa real? And they said, no, he's not. And then I, I said, okay. And I turned around and I said, what, what the fuck do they know? He's real. Right. And they're just insane. I do believe he's real. He is. He's <laughs> fucking real. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> like, uh, okay. He flies in a sleigh. Oh, well, great save. Great save. I wish I could have seen your face when she asked you that. Mom, yeah. When I almost outed Santa Claus not being real to London, what was your reaction? I was looking at you. Like, How are you gonna get out of this? <laughs> no, it was so terrifying. And did she say? Did she save it well, Lisa? Like, do you think London bought her? Yes, but I could tell she was scrambling just because I know my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> the entire table was like. And then I went into like, you want to know how I know he's real? Because when Lala was sneaking in to 
Gigi and Poppy's room one night on Christmas Eve, I looked down and I saw his twinkling eyes going, ready to go up the chimney. You said that? Yes, because I did. I did see that. And then we all chimed in about the reindeer and the reindeer poo. Yeah, and all the things. Had she been older, had she been older, she would have been like, these motherfuckers are trying. (laughs) Thou dog protests too much. Y'all are doing too much. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. Okay, I really hope my mom Lisa is not listening to this episode because I'm about to tell you what I got her for Mama's Day It is her very own original song. She is going to flip. Song Finch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, it's personal, and it lasts forever. I went to songfinch.com. It asked me to pick a genre, and my mom loves country, so I picked country for Lisa. It asked me to describe what I love about her and to share some memories. So I said she's an amazing Gigi to Ocean, and she's such a force as a mother. I can't imagine my life today without her. And then I chose to be matched up with an artist, and Song Finch gave me a few to choose from. I could see pictures of them and also hear a sample of their music. So I picked this amazing acoustic artist from Nashville with an unbelievable voice. I can't wait to hear this song he creates. So whether your song is for Mother's Day, a birthday, an upcoming graduation or wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song right now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash Lala and start your song. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash Lala. Don't forget to share your song with us too. That's songfinch.com slash Lala. So the next thing, I have some topics that I learned about in Utah. Beehive State. Okay. Jess, have you ever heard of furries? Yeah. Okay. We need to talk about this. Wait, let's me- let's see if we've heard of the same things because you remember we mentioned it on tour. Yes. Yeah. I learned about furries in the school system now. Wait, you're scaring me. Are you this? Because furries to me, when I think of it, that's something sexual. Okay. In the school system. So my best friend from back home, her kids go to school in Utah. They now, and this is like a real thing. 
Mm-hmm. You cannot discriminate against someone who identifies as an animal. They'll wear ears. They're we- they'll wear a tail. Teachers are now putting like bowls in the classroom for them to drink out of and eat out of like animals. When they're asked questions, they can meow or bark or moo or whatever they identify. And then my friend also said, she said, I don't know if this is true or not, but they're going to start putting litter boxes in the bathrooms because you must not discriminate against the children who are identifying as furries. Okay. Are you sure? Because like you tell me that and I'm like, you've got the wrong information. Well, that's why I want to talk about it because it comes from a pretty reliable source and it comes from my, one of my dearest friends, her name's Olivia and she does this girl's hair. Who's like, 13 and she goes to school and this is what this girl has told Olivia. Okay. Like this girl, she's 13. I don't know her name, but I want to get her on the podcast. Yeah. She says, I pretend to be a furry sometimes. Like I'll bark at people in the hall. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, this girl's dope. But I need someone to shed some light because Mm -hmm. I'm a liberated woman. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am like, you do you, boo. This I just cannot comprehend. Like, not having to take tests because you identify as an animal, so, and animals don't take tests. There's no, okay, there's no, and I'm not doubting you. I believe it's like, I'm sure some school systems do this. Yeah. Um, But to me, I'm like, there's no way. Because I'm just like you. I'm like, liberated. I think if you feel you were born, whatever, if you're a certain age and you feel you were born, hey, I feel like I identify more as a woman or a man or a boy or a girl, you know, talk to your or parents. I'm, non, I'm non-binary. Non-binary, any of that. Talk, you know, do, have those conversations, talk to your parents, talk to your teachers, do all that. But I feel like when you get into the animal of it all, then it's really taking, it's like taking the... What am I trying to say? It's taking the, not severity, but it's lessening the importance of that. I mean, like as a little boy or a little girl, hey, I feel this way. I feel like a girl or a boy. I feel like I was born in the wrong body as the wrong gender, any of that. But I, I feel like it's lessening that when it's like, well, I, well, then I feel like I was born a cat. Well, I feel like I was born a whatever. I'm just like it to me, it lessens that. Does that make any sense? Yeah, well, I feel like I because and here's the thing. I have a lot of opinions about this. Yeah. I don't want to offend anybody. Right. So I would like someone to maybe shed some light. If you are a furry listening to the podcast. Yeah. Which if you are, um, I need to know because right now I have a whole lot of shit going on in my mind. However, my daughter, my daughter puts her food on the ground. And eats it up like a dog. (laughs) Right. Because she watches the dogs eating and she thinks that's how she is supposed to eat. And I have to tell her, we can't eat off the ground like that. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh, do I have a furry? Do I? (laughs) But like also, did we forget about, yeah, uh, do you know how many times I drank water from a bowl on the ground and ate food from a bowl? Because pretend when I was a kid. Totally. When I was a kid, you guys. So I have to make that clear. <laughs> Jessica like last still week. does it when I walk into the office. 
Like, it's called playing pretend. The amount of times I dressed up as like an old man as a little girl or whatever, as like an animal or like pretended I was a frog. And to me, there's there's something about it's so important to play and play pretend as a kid. That's so important. And to get outside and to be like, I'm a dog and this. But I just don't know how I feel. I need to process my feelings. I mean, my immediate feelings are like, no, I'm just no. going to be honest. My immediate feelings are like, no, you're not. We, we need to teach children the importance of knowing the difference between an animal mm-hmm. and a human. By the way, you can't half-ass it, all no. right? Yeah. If you're going to identify as a furry, then when we go in the airplane, you need to get in your crate. <laughs> and you have to stay under the seat until the plane is 30,000 feet in the air, where then the pilot comes on and says, you can turn on electronics yeah. and you can hold your dog in your lap. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) and then I will take you out of the crate. But what do you think about because furry to me has always been the um, I've heard of like there's a sexual component of being a furry, which is you wear these like mascot full on mascot costumes and you go to these quote unquote furry parties and it's just like rubbing on each other. No one ever takes off their mask or their costume, but it's like an orgy with this full on um, mascot costume on. Right. So to me. That is like if all the adults are consenting and you know what you're walking into and you want to dress up, you do your you do the damn furry thing. 100 percent. I agree with you. But that's very different. Yeah. So if you know anything about furries or what I'm talking about and if what I was told is in fact true that they're putting these dog or not dog, but animal bowls in classrooms and litter boxes in the bathroom. Like, please open my mind because. Mm -hmm. I'm a girl who is open to it all. I, I yeah. can get down with things. Just make me understand. I don't know that I'll ever understand this. But yes. this leads me, when you say sexual, this leads me to the next thing okay. that I want to talk about in school systems. All right? Oh, God. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what DashPass is, I'm about to change your world. DashPass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. DashPass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. DashPass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. My days of panicking over gift giving are officially over and yours can be too. Thanks to Gift Mode on Etsy. I absolutely love this. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's super easy too. Just tap or click on gift mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. 
I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays and I was tripping. Then I remembered, just use Etsy gift mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress up costumes, fabulous capes and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for Ocean. Gift mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. So this is on Utah Parents United. It's an Instagram page, okay? okay? This is called My Body is Growing, a guide for children ages four to eight years old. It makes me sick. This is in the book, okay? Sabrina's vagina becomes moist and warm and Marco's penis gets very still. Marco then pushes his penis into Sabrina's vagina, always in and out. That feels great for both of them. When the feeling is nicest, Marco's penis sprays semen into Sabrina's vagina. Okay. This is in a book that was in a library, a school in Utah, a library, mm. for a guide for four to eight years old. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm a, as open as it gets. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about it all. I'll tell you one thing. I dropped my kid off to school who's four, five, six, seven, eight, mm -hmm. and Ocean picks this book up and reads it, you are going to regret the day that you were fucking born and allowed this book inside of that fucking school because yeah. I will raise hell. And guys, just so you know, so I'm looking at this. It's Utah Parents United because um, Lala just handed it over to me. It's The book is called, like she said, My Body is Growing, a guide for four to eight-year-olds. And it's like, a cartoon like mm -hmm. this isn't a medical book not that it matters because this is a guide for four to eight-year-olds so mm -hmm. already what this is a literal like it's a cartoon on the, this looks like a children's book if i were a kid i would be drawn to pick this up yes because it's a boy and a girl in the front and then when you scroll over if you go to their the instagram page you'll see the part that lala just read about sabrina's vagina becomes it's a animated photo of two as a guy and a girl having sex and there's a like you can't see boobs or vagina or penis but you can see them on top of each other and there's a little teddy bear on the pillow mm -hmm. almost like showing that they're younger mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say kids but like showing that they maybe aren't full adults so my only thing is like, it's not just, it doesn't look like a medical book that's like, here are parents, targeted at parents to talk to their older children. I mean, four to eight years old is wild. But um, no, it, it's like, it, you just have to go to see it because it's a, a totally different vibe. You hear it and then you look at how the book is drawn and designed and it looks like a kid's book. And I think that is crazy. I think it's one thing as a parent if you choose to say, yes, if my kid ever asks when they're, however, hey, mom, dad, what's sex? You have the freedom and the right to tell them however you want. But the fact that that's just on the shelf of an elementary school in a library willy-nilly for a five-year-old to just pick up and read, I don't know. That's wild to me. Well, it was written and illustrated by Dagmar Geisler. 
Dagmar, shame on you for writing a book like this for a four to eight years of age. And that was in, shame tell me again, you. is that in a library? It was in a, yeah. So in basically Utah Parents United is parents who get together and they share what their children are exposed to in schools. Yes. And I think that that is completely inappropriate mm-hmm. for the ages four to eight. They don't need to know about sex at that age. And if, here's my question though, because I think that, absolutely inappropriate that book put there without i mean the the illustration the fact that it looks like a children's book do you think though because this is another i think to to make clear how you feel if there's a five whatever four five six year old who comes up to their mom and dad in the home and says mom and dad i heard someone say sex what sex do you think it's appropriate if they want to tell them you have the conversation okay for your kid to be at school at a library and they just happen to pick this book up and they start reading Mm -hmm. yeah i don't like that and you know me jess i I am so open open yeah let's talk about sex all day long let's talk about blowjobs we have to protect the youth Mm -hmm. because if they're exposed to too much too young as they get older things go astray and unhealthy habits and addictions start happening again i have trauma from what i've experienced the last however many months i'm very protective of ocean i'm very protective of the youth and how much you know we we just can't we can't expose them to too much too young I get that. And we I have think, to protect yeah. their innocence. And I think there's also a time and a place, especially when they're that young and the time and the place. And if they don't, let's say it's a, a child who doesn't have a parent and they want to ask that question, then they go to a guardian or they ask a teacher. And then it, in my belief, it's 100 percent the teacher's responsibility to go to the guardian and say, this child asked about this. Is this something you would like to talk about? If you would like me to talk to them about it, what do you want me to say? Right. Not in a book that looks like a cartoon book that any kid would want to pick up. And also the fact that it's like, this feels great. Again, this is just me. But when I'm a mother, if my I've always thought when I'm a mother, I'm going to use penis vagina. I'm just going to use Absolutely. the words. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think if they're that young and let's say my five year old comes to me and says, what's sex? I'm not going to sit there. I'm going to tell them strictly scientifically. 100%. I'm going to use statements like, like Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard do this. I heard this on Dax's podcast, but I'm going to use statements like the woman places the man's penis into her vagina. Because to me, it feels like that's showing without saying, without doing too much when they're so young, that's showing like a consent. That's showing the woman has control almost. Right. But I'm not going to go. And then she like at five years old and then she gets wet and it feels great. What? No, I'm not. And his penis sprays sprays? semen into her vagina. Also, what? In that illustration on that page. Yeah. On the side shows birth control. All the ways that you prevent pregnancy. Okay. So it shows. And also the man sprays the semen into the vagina. So there's no condom. Like, what do you even, that's a lot. That does make me a little queasy. And How old is this book, by the way? Because they're showing all of the ways a woman can prevent. Yeah. But there's no condom here. There's no condoms. No. There's a diaphragm. Oh, There's an IUD. Can't be that old. There's birth control pills. 
There's foam caps. But all of these are women. Are for the vagina. Okay. This makes me think this book is like, we got to look a little more into this. Like, it's almost like, is that illustrator and writer, like, the head of a, some sort of weird cult? <laughs> I don't know. But I saw, and I'm telling you what, Ocean Kent picks that book yeah. up at the age of four. I am going insane. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I, I'm going to look that up. I want to look more into that because I'm like, that is crazy town. That's crazy. I'm not saying that if your kid comes to you at a young yeah. age and asks you about things to sweep it under the rug, by right. the way. Right. Have the conversation. But certainly don't have books like that in the library. No. Okay. So the person that posted this, it says, last week, my two little grade school nieces were reading this Salt Lake School District school book to their grandmother. It encourages them to explore their sexuality, put things up their rectums, and embraces sex with children. They were encouraged not to tell their parents. Pictures and text from the book reposted in the comments below. Please share. Oh, done. Send them to jail. Send the writer, send anyone who is promoting what you just said to jail. Bye. Are you joking? That's what it says. Don't tell your parents. Yeah. And everything else you just said that's even like too horrific to repeat. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're all getting, you're all going to jail. <laughs> so what, <laughs> what? what is going on? That's wild. Protect the youth at all costs mm -hmm. so that they can grow up to be beautiful spirits, make a difference in the world. They mm -hmm. can't be exposed to too much too young. Okay? Yeah. I stand firm on that. There's nothing you can say to me that will change my fucking mind. When Ocean Count was born, I saw the beauty in the world. Everything I wanted this world to be was like right in my little human that I gave birth to. And then I saw all the ugliness and I was like... I will do everything in my power yeah, to, like, fight off the evil. Like, don't come near my child with the shit. Yeah. We should, as adults, do everything in our power to protect them. And in the unfortunate event that young humans are exposed to too much too soon, and we know that happens all the time and it's heartbreaking, then we just have to pray, which, like, I do every night. We pray that these children find strength and guidance through you know, other ways and can become wonderful, powerful, strong adults. You yeah. Know? When I was a step parent, mm -hmm. she brought me this book. I don't know where the book came from. I'm drawing a blank. And she was looking through it and she told me that she wanted me to look at it. She said, I don't know if this is appropriate for a kid. So I looked through it and it was basically teaching. It was nothing horrific. It was just basically teaching you body positivity no matter what you look like so there were a bunch of drawings of different bodies without clothes on okay obviously but it was showing like to just embrace your your body the way it is right and she asked me if I thought it was appropriate and I said I want you to make that call do you feel like when you look at this and I told her what it was trying to teach. Mm -hmm. I said, this is why these are in here, because we we have to learn to love ourselves. Do you feel like you're too young for it? And she looked at it again. And she handed it back to me and said, I think I'm too young for it. And I said, perfect. We won't look at it until you, you feel. feel like you're you're ready. But I, I explained to her why the image. It was nothing like this, by the way. No. But what a smart. And that's I mean, that's so great. What a smart girl. And what a like a great learning moment. 
for her and you and you just not being like, yeah, oh my God, this is too, or like forcing it on her being like, yes, you should love this. Like toxic positivity, embrace this, read it all. You gave her the option and are you comfortable with this? And that's so important. Again, I'm not a mom, but to me it's like teaching, if, you know, somehow teaching children to hear that and feel that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And trust that intuition. Right. Because you're not going to be in every situation. No, I'm not. And if they're in a situation, they've got to learn to trust that that gut feeling of, oh, I don't feel right. Something's wrong. And maybe I don't know exactly what it is, but something's wrong. And I just, I shouldn't question that. And I should get up and remove myself. Totally. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, Jess, I know that you're not a mom, obviously. But even when you become a mom, Mm -hmm. you sit there and think, am I doing this the right way? Yeah. How do I teach my kid all the things that I want them to know? And and you're going to mess up. But then there are times where your mess up in someone else's eyes maybe was the most brilliant thing you've ever done. Like none of us have it figured out. Yeah. I don't care if you have one kid or you have 12 kids. Right. You're always learning something different. And your kid comes how, how they are. And that's I loved when my mom said that. She said, uh, you're never... Just you're always going to question if you're doing it right. Yeah. And like you just said, there's going to be times where you're like, I really messed up. And other people would be like, what are you talking about? That was the move. Right. Great job. And like you come from a big family. Yeah. Your parents, I'm sure, did one thing with Mr. Bubs. Yeah. That would never work with you. Never. Mr. Bubs gets to do everything. You know, where we had to teach Mr. Bubs this way. But with Mm -hmm. Jess, we got to go this way because you're constantly having to rework the system. Yes. Yeah. It's exhausting. (sighs) Makes me pause when I get baby fever. (laughs) I'm like. I get to hang out with the ocean most days, so I'm good for now because I can't. I can't take on more responsibility. No, no it's a kidding. lot. Plus, you have to help me build an empire. Yes, first. we're building the empire first. We're building the empire. <laughs> um, so we had a lot of fun moments in this intro. Yeah. A little bit of heavier moments. I always love to hear your guys' thoughts on everything we talk about. So please remember to call in, weigh in your questions, concerns. If you have any input on furries or you have more knowledge than I do. Educate me. Yes, educate me. You can call me at 424-255-9131. And I love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of mine. And I will talk to you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.